Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. I am Gabe Cox and I am the host of the show. So excited to have you tuning in today. Thursdays have been a special slowdown series where we've been reading through The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. It is one of my favorite books because it helps me to see how to not be in a hurry, even though we live full lives and it's okay to live a full life and to have work and other responsibilities. But I'm looking at it in the lens of how do I slow down and be present in my every day with my family, with my friends, with my community. And so if you are on that same track, if that's a vision you have, then I encourage you to follow along with me, grab a copy of the book and read along as well. So far, we have talked a little bit about the hustle culture. We have talked about busy and the enemy to our spiritual growth, which really is hurry. And so today we are going to look at where our time is actually going. In 1370, in Germany, the first clock tower was erected, and historians argue that that was a pivotal point that shifted our relationship with time. Before that, time was more natural. You went to bed when it was dark, and you got up when it was light, which I kind of do that as well because I'm an early to sleep and early to rise. But that's kind of a nautical concept, right? Things were a bit faster in the summer and slower in the winter. And before Thomas Edison invented the light bulb, do you know how much an average person slept at night? They slept 11 hours. Isn't that crazy? I mean, like, who does that anymore, right? We're now lucky to sleep about seven Then another huge shift came about a century ago with technology. John Mark quotes in his book, Yet in spite of our smartphones and programmable coffee pots and dishwashers and laundry machines and toasters, most of us feel like we have less time, not more. True? So where does that extra time go? It reminds me of sales or coupons when people say they saved $20 or $100 on their groceries. Now, I have to confess, when I was in college, I was a coupon clipper, and it was so addicting. I loved being able to get all the things and spend not too much money on it. But now, I'm like, where is that money? Can I see it? Did you put it in the savings in your bank account? No. Because we'll spend that saved, quote unquote, money on something else. So we're not really saving anything at all. When we gained more time back due to technology, it was a way to busy ourselves even more because now we could get more done. 
So case in point, in Minnesota, we didn't have a microwave. When the one we had broke, I had said I didn't want another one for health reasons. So we learned to warm up our food in the oven or on the stovetop. It took longer, yes, but we also had to be more intentional and it kept us from hurrying in the process. Now, after a while, I didn't really miss having a microwave. This new way of life just became a habit. But now in our new place, we have a microwave again, and the boys wouldn't let me get rid of it because I tried. And I now find myself using it because we're hurrying to eat to get out the door for the next activity. So yes, technology and things at our fingertips has made us more in a hurry because we can quote unquote, get more done. I never actually even realized that the digital age officially started in 2007, which was the year my first son was born. That year, Steve Jobs released the iPhone. Facebook opened the platform up to anyone with an email rather than just college students. Twitter became its own platform and the cloud and app store were formed. I never realized it happened all that quickly. And you know what? My boys will never know an age without relying on technology. But so much time is lost with our smartphones alone. We've talked about social media a lot in past episodes, but just the fact that the average smartphone user touches his or her phone 2,617 times a day should tell us something's wrong. So I'm going to ask you this. Be honest with your answer. What are you doing at a red light or in line at the grocery store while waiting or while waiting to pick up your kids from school or even while on a walk? Is it second nature to pull out your phone and look at it? John Mark poses this question. What is all this distraction, addiction, and pace of life doing to our souls? I know for me, I'm finding myself less creative, less inspired, trying to hear from God, but not really listening because I have other things swirling in my head, not getting as many revelations or ideas as I once had, feeling more anxious and less peaceful, always feeling behind like I can't ever catch up, not taking the time to really enjoy my kids and all the joy they bring to my life. So I pose that question to you too. What is all this distraction, addiction, and pace of life doing to your soul? It's time for a reset, my friend. Now this week, my challenge for us is to turn off the tech. I know we can't entirely. I know it's a part of our lives. But how about if we stop mindlessly taking out our phones in brief downtime moments and just take those few minutes to be silent? Maybe we hide the phone in our glove compartment on our drives if we feel the pull to take it out at red lights. Maybe just leave your phone in the car when you go to the store. Let's work on being intentional with or without our technology. That's what I'm working on right now as well. I actually am not a big phone user. I have dumbed down my phone quite a bit and we'll talk about this in later episodes as well but I still sometimes find myself mindlessly taking it out if I'm not being intentional. And so let's work on this together. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for today and for our time together. And I just want to leave us with some silence. And I pray that you'll help us to leave our phone, not touch it when we have these few moments of silence and just lean into you. Take that time to pray or to be grateful for something or just to think and not get distracted by technology and to really slow ourselves down 
and have that white space so that you can speak to us and tell us where you want us to go next. I thank you for being there and for wanting to be a part of our lives and to want to use us for your purposes. And I pray that we will just be very intentional this week and turn off the tech as we can. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. All right. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.